Welcome to another episode of Wendy Says Things. Um, I'm kind of, I'm coming off a busy weekend. I just got back into town yesterday. Um, I had a good trip. Uh, people I love, which is always fun and nice. Um, but last week, or this, this week has just been garbage. And I, I try to balance keeping up with the news and the world events and what's happening around me. And, and I have to balance that with my emotional reactions and give myself time to process it and time to attend to my daily life because it can be overwhelming to try to keep up and the tragedies in the news this week are just, it's just a lot. So I, I wanted to talk today about despair and anger and action because this is the like mini cycle that I go through when I'm processing news and information that is upsetting. <laughs> So there's this despair uh, that comes to me from feeling like, what can we do? There's nothing we can do. This is the state of the world and it's garbage. And people are never gonna change. People aren't gonna grow. And that's depressing. It's also not true. And so this comes into, I don't know if you've ever heard of the work of Katie Bryan, but she, she has some good stuff and one of it is to like look at what your mindset is saying look at what your mind is saying and is it true is it all the way true or is it partially anyway so you kind of evaluate it so anyway it's not true that the world will never change or that people are always going to be garbage what's what is true is <clears throat> that in every organization in every group of people in every way that you can arrange people there's going to be people who are garbage who do garbage things they're going to take advantage of the system they're going to take advantage of their power and they are going to hurt other people because they're psychopaths or sociopaths or just mean and that's that's a true thing so there's no group of people um that you can hold up and be like oh and i see it sometimes because it's a reactionary response to despair to to grasp at another falsehood to try to make you feel better so when we see war and we like worldwide men are in power and then someone says but if only women ran the world, there would be no war. And I'm like, do you not even know women? <laughs> do you not understand the truth about the female being? And that you cannot set up, I mean, just a woman is just as likely to abuse power as a man is. And you think, well, how can that be true? Because that, anyway, there are always people in every group who are gonna abuse the power that they've been given. So there's no category of people where that's not true. You can have a, a church or a synagogue or a mosque 
and you know you can have 25 of them synagogues churches and mosques and for the most part they're going to do good and attend to the spiritual needs of their communities and a proportion of those leaders or the leaders in that particular organization are going to not be good that's because that's human nature there's always somebody who's going to try to find their way to the top of an organization or a group and take advantage of their status so <clears throat> while that's depressing or sad or whatever what it means is you can't lose vigilance. What it means is that the people who are involved in an organization or a group or whatever need to kind of keep an eye out for each other so that those people can be stopped before they hurt more people. Um, So, but it's, you know, so you feel this despair because you're like, well, what can I do? There's nothing that can be done. Well, that's not true that there's nothing that can be done. What's true is that you're overwhelmed by the magnitude of the possibilities of what could be done and what you could do or what people need to do. And it seems far away and large, too big for one person to manage. That can be true. And... If you dig a little deeper into despair, despair often is covering up anger, which anger often covers up pain. But there's another element to it because there's the coming out of the pain and getting angry again. So you have this kind of anger coming and going, and anger is a really tricky emotion because unchecked anger is so destructive. And sometimes... Sometimes destruction is what is needed. You get so angry at a routine in your life that's not working for you or it's unhealthy and you get angry about it and you change. And so you destroy the paradigm that was there before so that you can implement something else. So that's an example of how anger can be used to destroy, to take down, to dismantle uh, a paradigm, a system, a way of thinking, a way of being that is not healthy so that that can be cleared out and something else rebuilt. So anger as a tool, anger as a tool is necessary <clears throat> when it's applied in the right amount at the right time in the right way. And I'm not saying I have the right time, the right... I'm not saying, I'm saying <laughs> that if it's, if it's done well, maybe I should use well instead of right. If it's done well, uh, anger is a force of change, a necessary change. I mean, there are times when the anger is a force of change and it just, it's not positive. And, and, and so someone's unbridled, unchecked anger ends up with more people being hurt um, relationships being damaged than, um, than any good. But so trying to evaluate, trying to step back from the heat of anger, the impulsive anger that I have to do 
something and it can be anything just as long as I'm not sitting here feeling uncomfortable. So that's where you really want to watch because the the lashing out that like I got to do something just so something can be done is really where people get I think into to trouble and find like oh no now I've damaged relationships I really care about or whatever. And uh, I think that anger as an agent of change, as you step back and you're like, you still feel all that anger, but you're, you're now going to utilize your brain and the thinking part and be like the evaluative, assessive part of your brain to really evaluate where you're coming from, what specifically is the important part of this issue whatever it is that you're facing and where the fulcrum points are of the pivot points of change are and what it things will look like at the other side of it like what's the goal that you want to achieve here so if you look at something and you're like okay well, I have, I have a soft belly, I have a cookie pouch, and I haven't been exercising as much as I probably could. And it, it kind of stems because I'm in despair because I don't have a gym membership and I can't play racquetball. I'm just going to use this light example. So I don't want to do anything in despair. At despair level, you're like, oh, I can't work out the way I want to, so I'm not going to work out. And then now, you know, months later, you haven't worked out. Me, I haven't worked out. I'm a little bit out of shape <clears throat> and trying to get back into like walking and yoga and stuff like that like I know how to exercise I don't need a gym or a racquetball court to get fit <laughs> I can't use that as an excuse like I don't know how to do it I, I know all the things to do <laughs> I know how to do it so after despair comes like uh, okay, so do you want to be a slug or do you want to, you know, be healthy? So when I decide to be healthy, then I can say like, okay, so where are my pivot points? How can I change my daily routine so that I can fit this in? I talk about daily routine a lot um, because a lot of big change comes from figuring it out. So even if you have a great big thing, like let's say I want to take on a political issue. <clears throat> On one, so I make time to like look at the news. I don't look at it every hour. <clears throat> I don't have like a regular, like, news alerts coming in and telling me. I sit down specifically and be like, okay, now I'm in a mindset. I can look and see what's going on in the world, and I will not respond to it then. I absolutely will not respond when I first see the first reports of anything. I'll be like, ah. Oh, whatever, you know, something tragic has happened and then I, I process my emotions about that. I maybe read more, maybe I read less, maybe it's something I bookmark in my mind to come back to later because I thought like I was in a good headspace to read the news but now I realize that I'm not. So in <clears throat> keeping up with world events, I also keep my self-care to the forefront. And so let's say I want to do something political because I see something that's disturbing and I think, okay, this has to change. Well, now what? Now I've made a determination that I want to help 
make the world a better place, a different place. And I found an issue that is really important to me. Now what? And so fitting it into my daily routine means like, okay, I'm going to maybe, I'm going to spend like 10, 15 minutes tomorrow to see what is already being done about this issue. Because what I learned from uh, early podcasts when I was talking to Marin, when she talked about some of her political things, is that most likely someone's already doing something about the thing that you are upset about. And that's good news because that means you don't have to start from scratch. Generally, sometimes you do because sometimes you look and nothing's being done. And I really want to emphasize that if something is already being done, even if you're a self-starter and you want to be in charge, maybe it's better just to throw your lot in with people who are already doing the thing or just your money towards them so that they, you know, they've kind of already got a handle on it. Maybe you don't have much time and you have money. Maybe you don't have money, but you have a little bit of time so you can volunteer um, your time and effort to be supportive in uh, a group of people who are already kind of doing things. Now I'm going to go back. I want to go back to the thing where like in every group there's going to be people maybe who are divisive and they're finagling to try to have more power in the group than they should have or need to have <clears throat> and it becomes a and, and a lot of it's subconscious, maybe, maybe they're lacking. Anyway, people will do this. And so when you work in organizations and groups of people, you kind of just watch out for, keep your awareness open for if people are trying to take advantage of uh, power or misuse of funds and things like that but if you go in and you evaluate okay this organization it generally is going in a direction that I support and people seem to have a grasp of what's needed and what's wanted and they have experience doing it and I'm just going to kind of throw my lot in with them um, and you don't have to start from scratch and of course there are times when you go and you look and you're like something needs to be done about this and you look and nobody's doing it oh yeah and then maybe you can get a couple people together and be like hey we should really do something about this so going from despair like nothing can the frame started where nothing can be done about it to shaking that off and kind of tapping into that anger that that transmutes the situation that you take your emotions and you apply your logic and you do your research and you think you know actually something can be done actually something is being done these people are already doing it and then you I think feel a little bit of hope because you're not alone in the world now you found some other people who have similar goals and vision as you do and it may not be the mainstream way of approaching it it may not like maybe there's this big organization over here and you think oh yeah overall they're doing okay but the smaller organization over here has a is more aligned with what I'm doing so I'm gonna help I'm gonna attach myself to the smaller organization and any kind of attachments with organizations that for me especially and I don't know about anybody else but I try really hard to avoid groupthink because groupthink is when you say yes I'm part of this organization and I don't have to think about everything well it's true that you don't have to necessarily 
research everything, but you should definitely keep your thinking mind open and keep evaluating because where you might agree with them on five points, maybe you don't on point six and seven. And that's an important distinction because maybe you have insight about point six and seven that other people would benefit from. So try to keep independent thinking active. Uh, evaluate your role in any organization or any, <coughs> you know, uh, movement that you become a part of so that uh, you're not supporting something that deep down you don't really agree with because that's what, that's what can happen if you're not paying attention. So with that, uh, that's how I kind of process news and I kind of try to figure out what kind of good action, is there a right action, is there something I can do to make the world a better place. And I start with my daily routines, like fitting in the time, try to figure out is something already happening, and then I go and try to find those things and become a part of it or support it in a way that fits, that fits me. So that's really all I've got for you today. This has been another episode of Wendy Says Things, and I hope you have a good week, and I hope there are less distressing things in the news in the week ahead. Thanks for listening.